Calvin left Washington Township, Ohio, September 28, 1862, and traveled to Camp Chase, four miles south of Columbus. Camp Chase was used as a staging area for Union soldiers for issuing their clothing, muskets, and packs, and training and marching drills and guard duties. Once the 43rd Regiment of 1931 soldiers received training and their clothing and equipment, they left Camp Chase on November 6, 1861 for Camp Andrews located in Mount Vernon, Ohio, north of Columbus. Camp Andrews was established for the 43rd Regiment for training prior to engaging in the Civil War. Calvin's Civil War training at Camp Chase and Camp Andrews consisted of 144 days. Calvin departed Camp Andrews located at Mount Vernon on February 21, 1862 and traveled five days with the 43rd Regiment arriving at New Madrid, Missouri and Island Number 10 on the Mississippi River on February 25, 1862 after traveling 600 miles from Mount Vernon, Ohio to Newark, Ohio to Columbus, Ohio to Cincinnati, Ohio to Louisville, Kentucky, to Evansville, Indiana, to Commerce, Missouri, and New Madrid, Missouri, located on the Mississippi River, just north of Island Number 10. Calvin's 43rd Regiment of nearly 2,000 soldiers joined with the Union Army of the Mississippi to prepare for a battle at Island Number 10 at a bend on the Mississippi River near New Madrid, Missouri. This is the first of 42 battles that Calvin's 43rd Regiment participated in during the Civil War. The Army of the Mississippi would eventually grow to nearly 25,000 soldiers. The battle at Island Number 10 became the most impactful battle at this time in the Civil War. By defeating the Confederates at New Madrid, in Island Number 10, the Mississippi River was opened for transportation of Union troops and supplies both north and south, with little or no resistance from the Confederates. Preparations for the attack on the Confederates at New Madrid and Island Number 10 began on February 23, 1862, with Major General Pope being placed in command of the Union Army of the Mississippi, assembling at Commerce, Missouri. Pope soon had his army, numbering 10,000 men, arriving at New Madrid in early March 1862, and in preparation for a siege. Pope requested that his army be supplied with heavy artillery of ironclad flotillas and mortar rafts. The ironclad flotillas of six gunboats under Flag Officer Andrew Foote were sent down from Cairo, Missouri on March 14, 1862. The Union fleet was augmented by the addition of 14 mortar rafts, each mounted with siege 13-inch mortars.
Calvin, tell us how you were feeling and about your travel to New Madrid, Missouri from February 21st, 1862 to February 25th, 1862. Friday, we left Ohio for Comus, Missouri and New Madrid, Missouri. I feel rather weak this morning. My brothers Oscar and Leroy came to see me this morning. We received orders to leave today at 5 p.m. Well, we marched to the depot and got there about 5 p.m. And we did not start from there until about 8 p.m. We got to Newark, Ohio about 12 p.m. We changed cars and had to walk about a half a mile to the depot. Saturday, we took the cars about two o'clock in the morning and did not start from Newark until about eight o'clock in the morning. Then we moved slowly and arrived at Columbus around noon. Stayed there about one hour and then started for Cincinnati where we arrived at 8 p.m. There was 26 cars and two engines besides the baggage. There was some of sick went to hospital that were not able fit to go with us. We marched down to the wharf and got aboard the boat about 12 a.m. I feel rather better today. I have a good room to stay in. Went to bed about one o'clock. Sunday. Got up this morning and went and got some coffee for breakfast. Feel some better today. The name of our boat is the Telegraph Number 3. It is a very large boat. We started about 11 a.m. and arrived at Louisville, Kentucky about 6 p.m. where we are now. I saw Jefferson, Indiana on the Rebellion side. We started from Louisville about 9 p.m. Monday, we came near upsetting the boat at 12 in the night. There was one fell overboard in the night. We came down the Ohio River today. It is a nice country on either side of the river now. We have passed Evansville, Indiana on the Indiana side. It is a very nice place and large. It was about 3 p.m. We will soon be against the Illinois side. Tuesday. We arrived at this place this morning. It is Cairo, Missouri. We are going to stay a while here. There are some of the trains here and some of the wounded that came from Fort Donaldson. We are now going up the Mississippi River. We have started for a place by the name of Commerce, Missouri. We arrived at this place about 9 p.m. Calvin, tell us about the preparations in battle at New Madrid in Island Number 10 from February 26, 1862 to March 3rd, 1862. Wednesday. We got up this place all right. They are onboarding the boat now. The banks are all covered with wagons and horses. We left the boat about 12 a.m. today and marched about one mile from the river west and are pitching our tents in the woods. We have to cut the trees to get in. There is a regiment of cavalry from Michigan are going by now, and the roads are covered with teams. We passed a battery and camped by the road. Thursday. Well, last night I slept in the woods with some bark over me. We put up our tents today. We took orders to leave tomorrow at 9 a.m. We slept in our tent tonight. Friday. There is a regiment of cavalry going by now from Illinois. We started about 8 a.m. We went west about two miles and then took a western course and came about five miles, and it is one o'clock now. Marched very fast. It is 3 p.m., and we are going to start a going in a few moments. 
we marched about one half mile through the swamps and came about six tenths mile and got here about 10 p.m. We are encamped in the woods with one blanket over us. Saturday, we got up this morning, got a cup of coffee and started on the march around nine o'clock. We went across a swamp about a half mile in length. We came on a southerly direction, saw some corn and one cleared farm, then came to a very thick woods and we are stopped in the road to rest. It is about 2 p.m. Our cavalry took six pieces of artillery. They were planting the cannons they thought were usable. And through the night, they took their horses and left. The cavalry came on about three miles and took three pieces of cannon and five firearms. We came onto the town and stopped and pitched our tents. Sunday. It is a raining this morning. Our tent is full of water. Some of our things are wet. We are going to march today and leave our knapsacks. We start about 11 o'clock from our camp. It is very muddy. We came on a few miles and marched until the battery of artillery went by, and then we went on some five or six miles and stopped for camp in a cornfield. We waited a few moments until our tents came, then we put up and it was done in a hurry. The moats is not very good here. We have to get in the mud holes. Well, we got some corn stalks for our feather beds and went to rest for the night. Monday. It was rather cold last night to sleep. Morn, we will get some coffee, meat, and crackers for breakfast. We stacked tents about 7 a.m. and were ready to march in a few minutes. We came on about one mile and halted a few moments. Then we went on about six miles and were ordered to halt and load our muskets. It will be done. It being the first ball that I put in my gun. We were ordered to march in front. Then we halted and were ordered to close column at half distance right in front. Then we marched forward about one mile through the cornfields within two miles of New Madrid, Missouri. Then we halted until the other regiment came up. The enemy began strong their shells and firing their balls at us from their guns. There was a couple balls came near us where we were standing, but no damage. We stayed there about one hour. Some of our artillery got up near the river and joined the 39th Ohio Regiment. Some cavalries were there too. Was one man killed and one wounded in the 39th Regiment by the bursting of a bomb. We can't tell whether we done them any damage or not, but the story is we killed six of them as the enemy is disposed to fight on their gunboats. We will go back one mile from here and encamp and wait until we can beat them on land and have a better chance to get them. Well, we came back and struck our tents, got some straw for beds and some fresh meat for supper and retired for the night in quick order. Introduction to March 12th and 13th, 1862. The Union siege guns, three 24-pounders and one-inch howitzer arrived on March 12th and were planted in front of the Fort Thompson that night. On the morning of the 13th, the Union began returning the Confederate artillery fire in earnest. A day-long artillery battle ensued, and although not terribly bloody, 
the losses on both sides in excess of 100 killed and wounded. The Union showed themselves to be good marksmen, dismounting two heavy guns in Fort Thompson and scoring several direct hits on their gunboats. The Confederates, not to be outdone, placed an 8-inch ball directly into the muzzle of one of the 24-pounders. Pope ordered an infantry assault on Fort Bankhead by Palmer's division. However, the Confederates discovered the plan and trained their guns on the Union soldiers. On March 13th, the Confederates met aboard the Confederate flagship McRae and concluded that the situation at New Madrid was hopeless. The Confederate generals left within the meeting under the cover of a terrific spring thunderstorm. The Confederate forces evacuated New Madrid and crossed over to the opposite bank of the river. The evacuation was botched from the beginning. There were too few transports. The big guns were left unspiked. The caissons and limbers from the field pieces had to be thrown overboard from the transports. Pickets were left in the trenches and bodies left unburied. Overall, it had an appearance of a rout rather than an evacuation. Calvin, tell us about the Battle of New Madrid and Island Number 10 from March 12th through March 14th. Wednesday, well, we have to drill today as usual. Report is that our men have taken Island Number 10, and they had. They sunk one of our gunboats. We have orders to leave in the morning at 4 a.m. and one day's rations, and we have such. Thursday. Well, according to orders, we are ready to march about 4 in the morning with knapsacks and other equipment. While we marched in a southwestern direction nearly two miles, we halted and found we were about a half a mile from the town. Our engineers and some others had been working all night and planted two large pieces of 39th and 44 pounders in one howitzer which threw 64 pound shells besides plenty of smaller artillery which lay in reserve. We were ordered to unsling our knapsacks and we laid them along the fence. Then we commenced firing from our battery. And you may think they returned the fire in a few moments. Then we marched along a small strip of woods and halted and we concluded to lay down as there is not as much danger. While we lay there for two hours and we concluded we would move back into a cornfield as they had got our range where we laid. Well, the 43rd Regiment was ordered to lay down, which they did as the bombs and balls and grapes were coming in among us and over us and boomed over us. There was a 24-pounder struck a slab which struck within about 30 feet of us. Some of the pieces came without, with our reach where we lay. Well, it is about noon. I feel a little hungry. I take a cracker and eat. We are near a strip of woods. It sounds like a heavy hailstorm rattling the woods. It is very warm. The sun is very hot. I fell asleep for about a half an hour. They came a ball and hit the next company to ours in front of them. Some of the boys jumped. It hit a man that was asleep. It broke his leg. Well, the firing continued until sunset. We have laid from daylight until dark in their fire and none of our company is hurt. 
There was two men killed and seven wounded in our regiment. Our lieutenant colonel had his horse killed with a piece of shell. I think there was a 12 killed and 21 wounded. Some of the wounded proved fatal. As soon as we got dark, we went back and got our knapsacks. Some of them were torn to pieces by the balls. We have to go on guard tonight and guard our guns. Friday, there was one of the hardest thunderstorms last night I ever saw. The rain came in perfect torrents. You can judge how we felt in the morning. Oh, there comes a regiment to relieve us for 48 hours. We marched back to camp. As soon as we got here, we heard that they had evacuated the fort and all gone to seek a more quiet place. I tell you, the 43rd Regiment gave three cheers for the Union, and you may think the boys will go with Colonel Kirby without being ordered, wherever he will go. We have the privilege to rest today, and it is very acceptable to us, but we feel rather sleepy and tired. Introduction to March 15th. Amazingly, the Union watched the Confederate transports all night long, but they could not determine if it was an evacuation or reinforcement. The following morning, the Union troops were marched on the field and Pope prepared for an assault that he had been awaiting. A flag of truce appeared at Fort Thompson from the rebel pickets who had been left behind. Soon, all of General Pope's army learned that the Confederates had made their escape. Cheers swelled in the ranks, and Pope quickly received his kudos for the nearly bloodless capture of the garrison at New Madrid in Island Number 10. Pope's forces immediately went to work fortifying the position. The large guns left by the forts were placed back into service, and three new batteries were constructed on the Missouri side of the river. The new batteries completely cut off Island Number 10 from the supply of the river, leaving the Confederates with only one overland route. Calvin's account for Saturday, March 15, 1862. As the fort and town is ours, we will go down and see what it looks like. We marched down by the place where we were the day. We took the fort and then our battery, and then we go to the fort. It is built in the shape of a star. There is eight guns, and all the ammunition. Three of the guns were dismantled. We go by the other fort and we go back to camp. It is not strong as the first fort.